On this episode of Locked on Lightning, I am back after being sick. We talk about the Lightning's recent stretch of games and the real key to the Lightning having long-term success in 2023. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Thank. I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, go ahead and please like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow on YouTube as well as anywhere podcasts are distributed in audio form. On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we are discussing the Lightning's recent stretch of games. We talk about, in short form, the Toronto game. We talk about Detroit. Uh, we, we, we talk about the games ahead uh, to end out 2022. And we also talk about the Lightnings. The, what, what is the key for this team in 2023? Spoiler alert, it's Braden Point. So we're going to start things off by talking about the Lightnings recent stretch. Now, I just want to thank everybody for, you know, just reaching out. I had some sort of cold or something since last week and I just like lost my voice. So I, I figured it probably wasn't going to be beneficial nor uh, productive if I just sat here, especially if you're watching on YouTube and try and sign language my way through episodes. But here I am back uh, to bring you audio and quality audio and video as well. So looking at let's let's just recap just a little bit. So when we last left off, the Lightning were in the midst of a four-game win streak. They go into Montreal. They win that game 5-1, as we kind of all expected from that point on. And then the two games in which I really thought were going to be the two hairy games uh, to round out the, the, the end of this month, because I felt like the Lightning were playing so well up until this point that really... Other than, you know, maybe the Rangers at the end of the month, I, I, I think that the Lightning had a very good chance up until that point to round out the year 2022, that is, with one win. I mean, excuse me, one loss in the month of December. So going into the Toronto game, the Lightning go into that game with a five-win Game, uh, five win streak, five game win streak. I can't talk right now. You know, it's been a while since I talked from a microphone. I'm gonna get a little. It's gonna take me a little time to warm up. But they they also go into that winning seven of the eight games that they have played in December. Uh, that brought them at that point in time with with a record of twenty nine and one with forty one points. And the most important part of that is that their goal differential was twenty fourth. Uh, plus 24, which was seventh at that point in the NHL. So the Lightning really starting to look like the most, their their old selves, starting to really get things going more consistently on a nightly basis. Uh, the Lightning going into the game on Tuesday, out, uh, scoring, scoring 15 goals in their last three games, which, as we all know, is crazy to think about. Um, so they go into this game against Toronto. 
And I didn't think they played they they played particularly bad. Uh, I just figured it was one of those nights with the Lightning in terms of the fact that we've seen this before. They're on a roll. The Lightning, we as we all know, play a lot better when they have that kind of every other night situation uh, on the schedule. Uh, I, I think the the record for the most part speaks for itself. The Lightning, obviously, the previous week uh, played Detroit on the sixth, played Nashville on the on the eighth, and then the Panthers on the tenth, and then they had those two days off on Sunday and Monday, and then went into that Tuesday matchup against Seattle, which, you know, I, I think we could all agree here that going into a matchup against Seattle uh, after two days off is a little bit more different than after two days off going up to Toronto and trying to play and, and beat those guys. I mean, Toronto, let's face it, you know, as much as we love to rag on them, uh, Toronto is one of the better teams in the league right now. And, you know, we got to give them a little bit more respect. I mean, we do give them as much respect as possible. Um, and, and while we're talking about the Toronto game, real quick, I mean, it's not lost on me. I definitely wanted to talk about it. Um, the little incident that happened between the ref and Michael Bunting, there was a scuffle there uh, at one point in the game. And Bunting, it was, it was at the end of the first period, Bunting's being escorted the, off the ice with, uh, by the referee and the referee is pushing him and shoving him into the tunnel. Now I get it. You know, I haven't heard or seen anything with the ref saying anything and I really don't care. I'm not really interested in that, but I get like, if he were to make his point that, okay, you know, the situation called for me to be a little bit rough with him. He, he was, he was not exactly heeding my warnings and this, that, and the other thing. And you just had to get him off the ice and completely understandable on the other side of that. If that was a player putting his hands on a referee like that or even shoving him just a little bit, I think we may have heard something along the lines of a three-game suspension. So, you know, it's an unfortunate thing to see. I'm sure the NHL front office isn't exactly happy. I would imagine the Maple Leafs front office isn't exactly happy about it but isn't going to about to criticize uh, the refs or the league uh, right now, especially, you know, I just feel like, the Maple Leafs, that's just not who they are uh, as an organization, which is fine. I, I feel like if this was the Lightning, uh, I, I think we would definitely some see some sort of statement, whether it be uh, from John Cooper or one of the players. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I Quite honestly, I think it was a little bit inappropriate, and I think that, you know, if, if the league the, if the league is going to preach sort of that that no tolerance attitude towards players about doing that towards towards referees. Maybe you should have some sort of uh, consequences in return for that, but whatever uh, it is, what it is. Uh, it didn't really have any effect on the game. Um, I didn't like it regardless if it was a lightning player or not. Um, I, I just, it's not something you want to see uh, from an NHL referee. Uh, and then the lightning, lose that game unfortunately 4-1. I thought, you know, just they just didn't have it. You know, we've had this conversation uh numerous times this year. Sometimes your 
you're the good team and sometimes the bad team just run up uh the better team just runs up on you and and, and just beats your butt and that's what we saw and it is what it is at this point. I'm not going to get upset about it, like I said. I mean, it's Toronto. If, if anyone in this division is going to beat us, uh, if we, if, as long as it's a hard-fought game and it's the Bruins or the Maple Leafs, it is what it is. As long as we beat the other teams that we know we're supposed to, we're supposed to beat, that's fine. And then the Lightning snapped their five-game win streak. And, you know, it was a good opportunity for them to go in that game. They're only three points behind. Um three points behind Toronto at that point, uh, fifth in the conference. So, you know, you're in a good opportunity to put yourself even closer, uh, cut out that deficit against Toronto in that situation. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not, like I said, it, you know, hard fought game. I thought the lightning played well. I, I thought, you know, there, there's mistakes here and there. Uh, there was opportunities where they could have done better, but at the end of the day, this team went out, they played hard, they played fast and that's all you could ask for. Um, and we'll talk about the Detroit game tonight and then Braden Point, uh, because like I alluded to in the beginning of the episode, uh, you know, we've spoken about many times on this show, uh, who are the key players on this team, who is really going to be the difference maker out on the ice. We've spoken at numerous times. It'd be Andre Vasilevsky. Sometimes it's, it's, it's Steven Stamkos. Uh, majority of the time it's Nikita Kucherov, but I really think, this year, uh, and as we see of late, you know, when he is flying out there, uh, Anthony Sorelli, I mean, excuse me, Braden Point. Braden Point has been playing his butt off, uh, especially in the in the month of December. So we'll talk about that. Uh, but first, I want to remind you that today's episode of Locked on Lightning is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Now, when I was sick, this is what I continued to start my day off with because, you know, regardless of how crappy I felt, I drank this stuff and it, it 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 helped. It helped me get through my day. It helped me feel a little bit better each and every day. And you know, that's that's because it has all these 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 great uh vitamins, multivitamins. I mean, and it's great for anybody from any walk of life. So if you're vegan, paleo, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever you eat, this is friendly towards your diet. And the best part about it is that it costs less than $3 a day uh, to have. And you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And it's definitely cheaper to than all the different supplements that you're getting at once. So right now it's time, especially with New Year's right around the corner. And I know a lot of you, especially me, we haven't been keeping up with the gym. We're starting to get a little fluffy, starting to walk with our bellies. So we got to get our health back and use this stuff. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead, like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. That means Apple, uh, Spotify, Google Play, uh, wherever audio forms are being audio 
podcasts are being pumped out. We are there. And then also go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Leave us a thumbs up and drop a comment below on our YouTube channel. Love hearing from all of you. We're almost up there. We're more than halfway to 400 subscribers on YouTube. We're only 20 subscriptions away. So please, if you want to give me the best Christmas present, go ahead. Let's get those 20 more like subscriptions so we get to 400 uh, before New Year's Eve. And and I think, you know, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, just tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandma to like and subscribe to Locked on Lightning. So talking about the Red Wings game tonight, um, you know, we go from one performance to where, like I said, against Toronto, I didn't think that was a bad game played. Now we go into Detroit. Uh, not the same story. I just feel like Tampa Bay, other than the face-off circle, they had tons of opportunities, 0 for 4 in the power play. Uh, you kind of start to see Tampa take a step back. But at the same time, I'm a little reluctant to criticize them as much as I do, just because if you look at the numbers and if you know from previous matchups against this Red Wing team, the Red Wings are good this year. You know, they're no slouch. They're just behind the lightning. They're breathing down their necks in the division. So, you know, this isn't your your Detroit Red Wings team from – 2019 2020 or 21 22 you know this is this is a different red wings team and and you know it's just one of those things where i just feel like the red wings the last couple of years you know regardless of how good you are um and and this is the kind of thing where you know in years past i'd probably lose my mind over this and i had last year where I would just sit here on shows. If you were subscribed to the show last year, I would lose my mind. I would absolutely lose my mind because this is a team in years past who just really had at certain points. I feel if you look at their, their stats and their record at that point in time, no business being on the same ice as Tampa Bay. And then this year, obviously they make the jump. But I just feel like for the life of me, the way this this Red Wings team plays, they just their style is just so it, it it's it cancels out what Tampa Bay is trying to accomplish out there. Play fast, play all succeed in all facets of the game. And Toronto, I mean, excuse me, Detroit just does such a good job of canceling that out by playing disciplined hockey. And I feel like the lightning need to just they need to figure something out because right now, yes, you know, maybe this year, obviously you're going to get away with that. Now is Detroit going to be a playoff team? It, I, my opinion, I think it's just one of those things where you're going to be, it, it, you're going to have to look at the rest of the Eastern conference and, and kind of see what they're doing. I think that's really what it comes down to. I don't think it's, I think Detroit as weird as it may, may sound, I think Detroit's playoff, uh, destiny isn't really in their hands. I think it's really up to the rest of the Eastern Conference. Now, that's why I'm not worried about it because it's not like Tampa Bay is going to be run into the Red Wings in the playoffs. Now, if they do, now you'll start to see us and, and maybe Tampa Bay even be a little, get a little sweaty, you know, get a little nervous around the cuff, which is 
you know, it, it's it's scary because we we kind of had this same issue with Florida last year. Uh, Florida played Tampa Bay very, very tough. And then you go into the playoffs. And, and I mean, you never know what kind of team you're going to see in the playoffs, of course. Um, so Tampa obviously has that experience there. But the one thing that Tampa has going for them and had, I mean, you saw it off the in, off the first uh, goal of the night was Braden Point. He had one point tonight, uh, which was obviously the goal. But in the month of December, now, if, if you want to keep track, go to HockeyReference.com. But Braden Point, who has just been having, in my opinion, since we started this show, probably one of the best seasons that I have seen and one of the best stretches that we have seen him, at least I have, uh, that I can remember, like I said, since we started this show, in such – it. I mean, he's playing as well as you could probably hope that your player, that your your one of your your good your good players, uh, plays. Now, he has 32 points on the season. Now, I chalk that up to him getting off to a a, a slow start. I think, which we we kind of figured that's what was going to be the issue. I, I mean, I, that's what you kind of see from Braden Point now and then. Uh, and he is somewhat of a slow starter. It kind of gets him a little while to going uh, to get things going and really get up to that speed. Uh, but his numbers, I, I think, through 32 games, I think any team would kill to have this type of type of production. I mean, through 32 games, 17 goals and 14 assists. Now, like I said, the points put him at 40th in the league, tied for 40, I guess 38th if you want to really um, – really put it to that point but the goals tie him for 14th and some of the names here's some of the names if you know just put some more perspective on it some of the the names that he is around that he is tied with you got jack hughes i mean we've spoken about him here and there uh one of the best up-and-coming talents in in the nhl andre shvashnikov we we all know about him maybe you've heard of this guy austin matthews 17 goals as well uh Posted 60 goals over a year ago. So if you're new to hockey, 60 goals. I mean, that's not many people hit 60 goals in a season. Uh, Timo Meyer, who I think is one of the more underrated players or best kept secrets in the NHL. He's with San Jose Sharks. Carter Verhage, uh, Lightning fan should remember that name, former Lightning player, who was on their first Stanley Cup team back in 2020. Uh, very sad to see him go. He's having a great season. But yeah, Braden Point. It cannot be lost on the production that he has had. And in the month of December, through nine games played, six goals, one assist, three uh, a, a, pl- a positive three of a, uh, on his plus minus, um, just playing fantastic hockey. His shot percentage is 19.4, three game-winning goals. So in my opinion right now, and, and some of you might be shaking your head, no, it's 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 got to be coach. I think Braden Point is the best player on this team right now. And this might be that might be recency bias, but the numbers speak for themselves, people. I mean, Braden Point, I really believe if we could get, and we've seen this over the last couple of playoff runs, uh, when Braden Point is doing almost everything that he wants out there, on the ice, I the limits he he makes everybody around him better, and you know you could make the same case for Nikita Kucherov when Kuch is out there and he's at the peak of his powers. 
obviously this lightning team's on another level, but like I said, I I firmly believe that when 21 is out there and he's able to penetrate the middle of the ice, especially down low in the low slot, I you find me a better player or or another player that has that same mentality, that same aggressiveness, that that same know-how to exploit those holes with with that speed. I mean, the only other player that comes to mind is Connor McDavid, and he's the best player on the planet. So I I think that this month of December has proven that I think down the line, because it's going to happen, people. I'm not wishing bad luck, obviously, on this team. It, it would really suck in the second half to see anybody go down. But, you know, you're going to have your Stamkos injury here and there. Uh, you're going to have your Cooch injury here and there. You're going to have Hedman probably sit out maybe more at some point. Uh, Sorelli obviously can't do it all. But Braden Point is really the guy who is able to go out there and really propel this team to another level. And and I really think that is what's going to allow everybody on this team, especially guys like Andre Vasilevsky, uh, really start to polish off uh, their skills and really start to get it together as Lightning make their push in 2023 for the playoffs. So wrapping things up. So the Lightning lose two in a row after winning five in a row. You know what? It, it had to happen at some point. Uh, you know, as much as I would love to see the Lightning never lose again, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I was saying to someone before that, and I say this on the show all the time, some days you're the hook and some days you're the fish. And tonight the Lightning were the fish. and But they have a chance to bounce back against a team next week. I mean, they have a week off basically to kind of sit there and figure out what – in God's name went wrong in this this Red Wings game. Obviously, anytime you give up seven goals, I believe two of those were also um, empty netters. So if you want to kind of put an asterisk on that, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, we could say 5-4 plus, you know, plus two, if you want to look at it that way. Um, but the Lightning have a week off to kind of figure out what you know they could do to to get this back on track and and they don't really have to do much i i think that like i said i think the way they've been playing i think that the the maturity that we've seen from this team over the last couple of months um i think they've grown a lot and i really think that uh they have a very good chance of sweeping these last three games of 2022 and then like i've stated before and we'll talk about that on the on future episodes, 2023 is going to January is going to be uh, probably the toughest lightnings test yet in terms of schedule. So uh, in the meantime, please go ahead and like, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us a follow on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow to talk more about lightning hockey, as well as some more about the games, ma- mainly the losses that the lightning have had recently. And like I said, look towards uh, that Montreal game next week. Uh, You got the Rangers uh, two days later. And then on New Year's Eve, the Arizona Coyotes, which, quite frankly, I think the Lightning should win that game like 10 nothing. That's just me. Maybe I'm being a jerk, but that's how I feel about it. Uh, Let us know in the comments below what you think about uh, that loss from tonight. 7-4 loss in Detroit. 
and how do you feel about the Lightning going into a new year? So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.